Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Uh, look, full disclosure, I've uh, used a super box or these community mailboxes for years. I don't understand what the issue is. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, all of the, uh, you know, the, the hand wringing, the doom and gloom about switching away from door to door mail delivery. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But obviously it, it means something to a lot of people. And a lot of those people are feeling as though maybe the rug's been pulled from under them. The liberal government, uh, of course, or the liberals ran on a platform of restoring door-to-door mail to li- delivery to those who had lost it uh, under some of the Canada Post reforms brought in by the previous conservative government. Well, it uh, turns out that's not going to happen. So those who have made the switchover are not going to see the door-to-door mail delivery d- restored. Those who are currently receiving door-to-door delivery, uh, I guess, will continue to receive it. Uh, Public Services Minister Carla Qualtrough says they looked seriously at reversing that decision. We did a cost analysis. We looked at the potential disruptive uh, impact that might have. And we decided to adopt a forward-looking vision for Canada Post that basically we're not going to put the toothpaste back in the tube. We're not going to reverse these decisions that were made by the former government. But we are going to guarantee exceptional services to Canadians. Okay. Well, why don't we get some reaction here from uh, from the union? Uh, Mike Palachuk, national president of Cup W, the Canadian Union of Postal Workers. Mike, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Okay. So, your reaction to to these uh, so called reforms announced today by the government? Well, obviously, we're disappointed that the prime minister has broken his promise to restore door to door delivery to those who lost it, as he said on the campaign trail. Uh, that being said, uh, we're happy to hear the news that they've saved door-to-door delivery for uh, about 4 million addresses uh, across the country and are, are terminating this program. Why is so little ever said about the millions of Canadians who have uh, been using community mailboxes literally for decades? Why, why do they get left out of this conversation? Well, I, I think uh, they're not. Uh, in, in some senses... You know, uh, our position is that door-to-door delivery should be expanded as finances allow. But you have to understand that there's a big difference between uh, um, designing new neighborhoods uh, where the community mailbox is part of the community plan, the traffic flow patterns and all of this, and the people who move into those neighborhoods are, are aware of the services they're getting, such as yourself. There's a big difference between that and going and taking the service away uh, from communities that may depend on it. And certainly people uh, with limited mobility issues, people living with disabilities, they very consciously look at what services are available to them when they decide where they're going to live. Right. Well, I mean, obviously people with mobility issues, uh, mail is is but one of many concerns. Prescriptions, groceries, there's a long list of, of things that they need. And, uh, you know, there are various ways that we find and they find 
uh, to get what they need. I would think that uh, we could still accommodate those with those issues, but also realizing the realities uh, of today where maybe door-to-door mail delivery just isn't as important as it once was, and it certainly seems to be a money loser for Canada Post, doesn't it? Uh, well, it's it's not now. They they project that uh, it will be into the future. Uh, however, what we we're seeing is uh, mailing habits are changing. Uh, as people are using the internet more, they're of course sending emails, sending fewer letters, but they're also shopping online and buying parcels, which uh, come through Canada Post. Uh, and of course, the, the parcels and the letters are are delivered together. Uh, so when you look at things as a whole, uh, Canada Post is self sustainable and remains in a profitable position. Well, but there's competition when it comes to parcel delivery, though, right? Oh, certainly there's competition. Uh, That being said, Canada Post still delivers two out of every three parcels in this country. Okay, so why don't we open it up then to competition for door-to-door mail delivery? If it's so important to people and people are willing to pay for it, why do we need uh, the the protected monopoly for Canada Post? Well, I, I don't see anybody lining up to start uh, letter mail businesses. But, frankly, the uh, the monopoly was in place because it allows the same standard of service uh, all across the country. You know, Canada Post can deliver a, a, a letter down the street uh, for under a buck very profitably, but delivering that same letter up to none of it costs it a whole lot more. Having Having that monopoly over the service allows to have a unified price across the board and helps... Uh, keep the country together. Well, why shouldn't it cost more? I mean, uh, houses cost more in Calgary than they do in, in small-town Alberta. They cost a lot more in Vancouver. Price of orange juice costs more in different parts of the country. Why, why should why should a letter be any different? Well, I, I think the public, the, the owners of Canada Post, have made clear in every review uh, that Canada Post has had that uh, that universal service and guaranteed price for everybody across the board is something they value most about Canada Post. Now, one of the issues that, that uh, your union has been pushing for and others was to, to allow Canada Post to expand into the banking industry. Uh, that, that, that's not going to happen, right? The, the government has closed the door on that? Uh, they haven't closed the door on it. What they've said is they, they're going to lead, leave those decisions to the corporation, which, uh, frankly, is a step forward and, and passed when we raised these ideas. We've been told that uh, all of that's a decision for the government. So now we can address these issues meaningfully uh, through our negotiations, which are taking place now. So what's the argument for that, though? I mean, certainly we, we already have well-established banks in this country. Why, why do we need to turn Canada Post into one? Well, I, I think this is something that post offices are doing around the world, by the way. It's pretty much the norm outside of North America that the post office also functions as a public bank. Uh, but... Here in Canada, uh, the, the big six banks essentially have an oligopoly. There's no public competition, and that's why they're able to w- get away with charging us some of the highest bank fees in the world in this country. While at the same time, they're, they're abandoning rural Canada. They're sh- closing shop all over the place. We have the largest retail network in the country, uh, Canada Post, with almost twice as many locations as Tim Hortons, uh, to offer financial services we would instantly become the most accessible bank in the country, and we would be able to keep those financial services in rural communities. Well, but it, where's, where's the banking knowledge, the banking know-how? Who's, who's going to run this, this bank? 
Well, there there are a whole number of uh, financial services that we already provide, everything from money transfers, etc. But uh, obviously there would have to be a process of of training people. And there are uh, places we we can look that have uh, established postal banks recently, uh, New Zealand, uh, Morocco, Russia, Portugal. So we can look at these places and, and learn how it was implemented successfully and uh, and move forward. Okay, well, what, what, what was announced today? Because it sounds as though there are going to be some changes to the financial rules that Canada Post operates under. I think the idea is to find ways of making uh, profit for Canada Post, reinvesting that money. So what, what's that going to involve then? What's your understanding? Yeah, that's something that we're happy to see and, and has been the position of this union for, for a long time. We don't think that Canada Post should be a cash cow for the government, but rather that uh, the money it earns should be reinvested back into the service that, that we provide. So we're pleased to see the government uh, making that a reality today. So reinvested into what? What would that mean? Reinvested into services. Uh, it could be used to you know, expand door-to-door service, for example. It could be used to, to help with the startup costs of new things such as postal banking. Um, but uh, the big thing today is that we've, we've managed to save the door-to-door delivery network, and that, that in itself is something that, that can be used to hang services on, like we're seeing in, in Japan and France, for example, where uh, you, they have a senior's check-in service where you have a, a senior living alone that can pay a certain amount and the letter carrier will knock on the door every day to make sure everything's all right before moving on. So things like this would be useful here, but you need to have that network in place in order to build those services. So you can, are you going to continue the fight for the restoration of, of home delivery, door-to-door delivery? Absolutely. We've heard the uh, government's position today. Uh, we disagree, and we think that the public disagrees. And we're now heading to the bargaining table where we can resolve some of these issues. All right, more at uh, SaveCanadaPost.ca. Mike, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that's Mike Palachek, National President of CUPW, the Canadian uh, Union for Postal Workers. Uh, yeah, I mean, we know where they stand, right? So, uh, okay, we get that. We get their perspective. The government's decision today, frankly, just makes virtually no sense uh, and really isn't going to please anybody. And it just, I don't know, again, to me, it's so weird. And I remember, and I've been placed, I remember being placed in Ontario where you could see these signs all over the place around the uh, last election, save door-to-door mail delivery. Like, really? This is the biggest issue we're dealing with right now? I tell you what, folks, I haven't had it for years, and it's okay. Now, the other side of it, though, is that, well, why are we leaving it to a monopoly to give us crappier service? If there are people who want it so bad that they're willing to pay for door-to-door mail delivery, why not give them that option? Why not open it up to competition? Now, sure, there's no private business that's going to step in and uh, have the cost of a letter be the same exactly everywhere in Canada, but why should it be in the first place? That doesn't make any sense either. Uh, So we're not really changing anything uh, of significance. All that's really happening today is the Liberals are breaking a promise, and it's pretty much the status quo going forward. All right, 974-8255. When we come back, I'm going to get the latest on this big story uh, developing today in the United States. Michigan sports doctor Larry Nassar, who was the doctor for USA Gymnastics, has been sentenced to up to 175 years in prison. 
for sexually assaulting girls and young women. Were his patients? We'll get the latest on that right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.